Finn J.D. John, FJ at OffBeatOregon.com, and this is the Daily Offbeat Oregon History Podcast. It's Monday, so this is an archive show. First published as a newspaper column sometime in the last 10 years. Thanks for downloading, and I hope you enjoy the show. This story was first published on December 4th of 2011, under the headline, Missing Gold Suggests Something Sinister in Shipwreck Mystery. In October 1875, a brand new schooner sailed out of San Francisco Bay on the way to her home port of Coos Bay. Twenty-five passengers and crew were on board. Neither people nor ship was ever heard from again, until a month later, when the lifeless upside-down hull of the ship washed ashore. And the persistent unanswered question is, did somebody do this on purpose? The Sunshine was a 325-ton, three-masted schooner, a big ship for that age. She was built at a cost of $32,000 by the Holden & Company shipyard in Coos Bay, then called Marshfield, in September of 1875. Her owners wasted no time putting her to work. Soon she was beating out to sea on her maiden voyage, bound for San Francisco with a load of lumber. When the sunshine left port for the first time, she was skippered by one George Bennett, an experienced sea captain who was also part owner of the ship. His officers included two other highly respected, very competent mariners. Upon arrival at San Francisco, the new ship unloaded its lumber and took on cargo for the return trip. Some machinery, small cohort of passengers, and $10,000 in gold. It's the passengers and the gold that make this story especially interesting. For what happened after the sunshine sailed through the Golden Gate and out into the wide Pacific is a complete mystery. No one survived to tell about it, as far as we know. For over a month, nothing was heard from the new schooner. Then it was spotted, floating bottom side up off Cape Disappointment on the north side of the Columbia River. After a while, the wreck washed ashore on Peacock Spit. An upside-down schooner isn't easy to live on, so it wasn't surprising that there were no survivors on board. What was surprising, though, was the absence of the $10,000 in gold. Then, as now, this was hard to explain. Ships don't capsize gradually. It's all done in an instant, and survivors are left with a barnacle-covered hulk with waves breaking over it and no way to get in or out. Something like that doesn't happen on a calm day, in which there's plenty of time to think about things like 40-pound kegs of gold that are scheduled to be delivered to somebody else. So if the ship met its end in heavy weather, it's probably safe to assume that nobody went and fetched the gold as the ship was being abandoned. But if that's the case, how did the gold end up missing? Kegs of gold do not get left lying around on the deck where they can fall off into the sea in the event of capsize. They're kept below decks in secure and secret locations, closed rooms, locked cabinets, places like that. Places that when turned upside down don't usually release their contents into the ocean. Well, by itself, this curious absence would be enough to raise an eyebrow or two. But what's really puzzling about the sunshine is the place in which it was found. Remember, the ship left San Francisco bound for Coos Bay. So what was it doing washing ashore on the south coast of Washington State? Winds and currents could hardly have carried it 200 miles north and zero miles east in a few weeks. Not in Oregon, where the wind comes always out of the southwest, and certainly not in November. 
What was the sunshine doing puttering around Tillamook and Astoria? Stories started circulating almost at once. The least believable of these involved a rumored landing north of Coos Bay during which the ship's officers buried the keg of gold and set off northward afterward. Perhaps they were planning on taking the ship far away, scuttling it, rowing ashore, and claiming to have just survived a shipwreck and then slipping back to the beach and digging up their booty later. Perhaps they were making for Canada. Who knows? This theory inspired a number of people to go out treasure hunting in the sands north of Coos Bay. It likely won't surprise you to learn that nothing was ever found there. The other story is just as speculative, but it is less specific. The idea is that a group of the passengers, knowing the ship carried a cargo of gold, hijacked the ship and sailed beyond Coos Bay to some unknown location on the north coast of Oregon. There, they loaded the booty in a lifeboat, killed everybody else aboard ship, and rowed ashore in the middle of the night with the loot. Well, okay, fair enough, it fits the evidence, but there's so little evidence that almost anything would fit it. Sea monsters, pirates from Mexico, alien abduction, you name it. The bottom line is we have no idea what happened to the people on board, and we have also no idea where the gold went. There's a lot we don't know about the demise of the sunshine, and there's certainly not enough evidence to declare definitively that foul play was involved. But it sure can't be ruled out. Key sources in this story included works by James A. Gibbs, E.W. Wright, and the Magellan Ships Registry at cmorelli.com. That's our show for today. Thanks again for listening. This podcast is part of Offbeat Oregon History, a public history resource for the state we love. What you've been listening to is one of more than 500 stories originally created and published as newspaper columns in first-run syndication between 2008 and today. You can read them all at offbeatoregon.com. Other Offbeat Oregon goodies include an active Facebook page, a Twitter feed, a ton of historic photos, and a bunch more stuff. Plus a book, including visuals for today's show and full citations to sources. All these things are accessible via our hub page at offbeatoregon.com. This podcast is covered under a Creative Commons license. For details, see offbeatoregon.com cc. Our theme music is by the Atlas String Band and was written by Carmen Facara. Listen and download more at atlasstringband.com. Questions, critiques, ideas for a future episode? Email me at fj at offbeatoregon.com. Episodes of Offbeat Oregon History are uploaded around 6 a.m. every weekday, so the next one will be on your device and ready to go before you know it. Until then, go out and fill up the rest of the day with good stuff. Bye now. Bye now.